Welcome to Meet the Musician, Caris van Houten at the Apple Store Kurfürstendamm in Berlin. And please welcome our guest moderator, Milena Fessmann. Hello and welcome to the Apple Store at the Kurfürstendamm. I'm very happy that you're all here at that time of the day. And I can see many people, so um, please be prepared um, to have questions later on. But first of all, I'm very honored and pleased to welcome Caris van Houten. Thank you. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Very good to have you here. Oh, well, I'm happy to be here. I, I cannot believe it, actually. You had some troubles with the plane last night. Yeah, so we, uh, our flight got cancelled, so we had to fly in late last night. Okay. It's fine, but I'm a little jet-lagged, so... <laughs> so we keep you there on the, on the seat so that, you, that everything goes fine. So you're here for the European Film Awards. Yeah. You're presenting a category and you're playing live there. So, um, what is it? These European Film Awards are, are really a big thing, held tonight in Berlin. So, um, are you a member of the Academy? Not yet. Okay, but you will be soon, I hope. I will be soon, right after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what is it, this European Awards? What, what, does what it is do it? For you, Oh, I for mean. me. Um, well, I think it's great that we are celebrating European cinema with this. And I think there's still a little bit too little attention for it, mm -hmm. I think. So we're trying to, you know, change that. Um, because there's, there's so much good stuff coming from mm -hmm. Europe. And I think we can be very proud of that. Mm. So, yeah, I hope we can celebrate it in a good way. Mm. It's a very nice and imp important prize. It's, as you said, not really so big scene in the world, but um, I would totally agree that it needs a bit more... It's probably hard because there's some all these different countries and mm. it's hard to... I, I think the logistics are uh, probably a little bit complicated. Yeah, but it, it's going to be a good show tonight. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and we'll, we'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the diversity of European cinema is quite big, so it's oh, yeah. quite an interesting thing. Yeah. So you come from the Netherlands, um, you're very well known there, you're very well known here for movies like a Black Book by Paul Verhoeven in 2006, uh, but also Valkyrie with Tom Cruise, you did WikiLeaks recently, and of course Game of Thrones. We will talk about this a bit later. Seeing at your, uh, looking at your career, um, it seems to me that it was really straightforward because it, you started very young, you went to a theater school and it, it got, I got the impression that you started to be really, you had a very clear plan from the very beginning. Oh no, I never <laughs> had a plan. Okay. I mean, uh, the only plan I had was to be, become an actor. Um, and I, I, I don't think I've ever, ever planned anything. It, 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 I just worked and worked mm -hmm. and then it just happened like that. But, um, but it was never, I, I mean, yes, I wanted to be an astronaut for maybe one day <laughs> when I was young, but otherwise I just wanted to be a singer or, uh -huh. or an actor. And, so and, and, and it's funny because I never really thought about when I was young, I never wanted to be famous or I never dreamed about, I, don't, I can't remember dreaming about red carpets or stuff like that. I just wanted to act because I needed to. It was mm -hmm. a very serious urge in me to express myself that way, um, which I think is, uh, is a little different from children now who, if you ask them what they want to be, they either want to be rich or they want to be famous. And I have no idea what it means. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, it's a very long answer to a very short question. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, I had that's to say fine. It. <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> so, what did your parents say? Because at that times, it probably today, it's because in the fifties. Well, <laughs> no, not in the fifties, of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're very young, <laughs> but um, but at that time, parents would probably not be so optimistic about a career in the film or a theater business. Um, well, I have to say, my father. I don't think he wanted me to become anything else. Like. As long as it was in the arts, it was fine. Okay. Um, and I was raised with uh, with silent cinema. Like he's a he writes books in English about Russian silent cinema. I mean, that's a niche. You know, that's that's <laughs> that's yeah. You don't want to make money. That's just love for mm -hmm. cinema. And um, so I was raised with Laurel and Hardy's and Chaplin's and Eisenstein and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I would have become anything else, I think he would be would have been very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think there was a lot of not push, but they mm -hmm. were very open f for me to to do what I wanted to do. So when you started acting, was the singing part because, as you can see, all the instruments, um, singing is another very important part for you. Did it come along, or was it come? Did it come later? Um, well, I used to sing, but I was very shy. Um, so it was easier for me to act. I thought it was uh, scarier to sing. Uh, but I did go to a school in Amsterdam where they, a little bit like fame in the 80s, oh. you know, where people would stand on the, on the, <laughs> on the pianos and, and all of a sudden start doing some <laughs> show dance. Uh, I didn't go to a traditional drama school, so I did a lot of singing in school. And then after I finished my school, I ended up doing a lot of movies and drama and not so much of the musical theater anymore, which I, you know, was a shame, but it just went like that. But I always, my, the, my I think music is more of a love for me than movies even. So it was never gone. It was just, mm. I couldn't, there's not so many movies made anymore, like Singing in the Rain, for example. <laughs> You know, I would love to do something like that, but... So people were a little bit uh, surprised when I started singing, and which surprised me because it was always with mm. me. I just forgot about it a little while. Mm. Yeah, it's probably because there are not so many talented singers who are also very talented actors out there, especially if they come from Europe. Because no one know, normally people don't have this education you had, like dancing, singing, and acting in one sort of school. Yeah, that may be true. That may be true. Th it was a. It is a special um, uh, uh, edu um, um, school. Yeah, it's not a uh, your regular drama school. Mm. But it, the downside is that you learn little pieces. You like, I can tap dance a little bit. I can but Spanish at least dance, you can a tap dance a little bit. Yes, but you know, <laughs> who when can you ever gonna need here? it? <laughs> no, I, I suck at tap dance actually. Okay. <laughs> Completely. I, 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 I was bragging that I know it a little bit. I cannot do it at all. Okay. But I, 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 was, I was taught to do it. You know? Okay. So, but <laughs> what I can tell, you can sing very, very well. Thank and you. And we can see something because we have a little clip uh, recorded this year in March live at the Paradiso in Amsterdam, which is the best concert hall in the world, I think. I think I it think was they nominated. Would be really happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, but I think they're nominated. They they have oh, a ranking. Oh, it's a beautiful room. So it's and a it's has a lot of history. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's see, you sing it.
empty momentum there's only now exploding all around the scope take a look at your life while you're here tomorrow it doesn't exist don't hide your face in the comfortable dark i'm just the light switch away So, Something Funny, performed live at the Paradiso. It's from your album, uh, See You on the Ice. Um, what kind of album is that? How can you describe it? Uh, it's very eclectic, <laughs> I want to say, because okay. I'm, both me and my producer have a very eclectic taste, and we didn't want to make just one uh, atmosphere. We just, you know, grabbed from all sorts of emotions and thoughts, and... So, it, you know, there's a very jazzy song on there, there's a, a folky song, there's a pop song, there's a, there's a little electronic song. Um, it, it makes no sense, it's a mess. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when I listened to the album, um, I, I totally agree with what you said, but I, I had the impression that you really liked it that way, because it shows different sides of your personality on one hand, and it's quite open, it's not so, so focused on one side, so you can let all the other influences in there. Yeah, and I think it feels a little bit like, I, I've said this before in interviews, it feels a little bit like they're, they're like 10 babies, my babies from different men, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So, <laughs> uh, and what I really like is, is I've been so, I've I, I treated this album as a, like a mini, a mini miniature painting, where you know basically what I like about it is the detail, and I'm a huge detail freak. So I've been, you know, I've been busy with the I don't know what these things are called the, you know, in the in the in the uh, help me out the 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 schuiven. What's he doing now? The faders, the f ah, you know, the okay. Ah. The faders to to you know, there's a big difference in a half a millimeter yeah. up or down. You know that stuff. That's that's what I like. So how was it for your producer? Because you were sort of a oh, I probably drove him crazy, but <laughs> but he was so open for my ideas, which make made him, I think, uh, very uh, very good because he was so. He gave something up because he's, you know, he knows the book of do's and don'ts in music. I don't. Mm. I, you know, I never made an album before. So I was in a way a little bit um, maybe very innocent in that sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't think this might be cliche. I don't care. You know, if, if, it's, if it's what I feel, then... Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds quite good and it sounds quite natural in a way. So... Um, I don't know you, of course, but I, I got an impression of how you could be listening to the album, which I really liked. Oh, that's, that's cool. So it's at least an interesting personality which comes through the different songs. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you see it that way. <laughs> yeah. 
So you will perform something funny tonight at the European Film Awards. Yep. Um, but we will see another song of yours. Um, it's called Particles of Life. Particle of Light. Of, of Light. It's a difference. Um, um, also recorded at the Paradiso. <laughs> This guy is uh, one of my best friends that I was in in the school uh, in the same school with, and I asked him to do because the original um, voice of the man is uh, the voice of Anthony Haggerty of Anthony and the Johnsons. Oh, yeah, um, and he he couldn't be there, <laughs> and uh, and I <laughs> I asked it's a good him. Replacement. Fair enough, he was in New York. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, it was a great replacement because he has a beautiful voice. So and 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 this, I was just so, so happy to see it because this is one is one of the most beautiful days of my life. That that, you know, I mean, you can see it, but I yeah, don't. one can see it quite easily. <laughs> so um, when you sort of start acting um, and you you read a script, you you find your way into a certain role in the position you have in, the, in that movie or in the, in the play. How is it with the songs? Is it also finding a way to the song? Oh yeah. It's is it it's similar? In a way it is similar, yeah, because there's so many ways you can sing a song. And the, the good thing about the, the, uh, the education that I had in that school was that we were very focused, we were very taught to, like Jacques Brel was the, the master, mm -hmm. like that was, that was what everyone everyone wanted to be like, uh, which is impossible. <laughs> but um, what we were taught was that if you sing a song, it's about it's not about technique. Like, like f you know, forget X factor, forget the voice. With all respect, but these people can sing great. But it's very technical, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I think singing is about telling the story, and it's about 
it's like a movie. You're telling the story, and and the the best singers for me are singers that are not per se technically perfect, like Nina Simone, like Tom Waits, like Bob Dylan. You know, people like that. Uh, at least they touch me, mm -hmm. and I I don't care so much about the technical singing. Yeah, you need to have a personality. Again, it's a very long answer, and I don't even know what the <laughs> question was. <laughs> no, it's quite okay. So, but um, as you you mentioned a few names, but um, it's always important to have a personality behind because otherwise, as you said, it's just technical perfect, but no one can feel anything. No, so that's not what we're here for. We have to, you know, people have to feel something. Mm. So, because you mentioned a few names, are you also because you said you're eclectic with the work you do on on the album and with your music? Are you um, an I? iTunes or collecting music oh everywhere man, in the freak. world. I'm a freak. I'm okay. a total freak. <laughs> I yeah. would have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm the person that will shove you away on your own party, <laughs> and will play the music because I'm because I can't stand what's on the on the speakers. Okay, so I'm you're going to the DJ and asking him, can you play something else, please? Or yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> I, I can be a little anal. I can be a little bit too much. Yeah, I can totally. Um, I'm as well same. So um, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's sometimes <laughs> so a bit pushy. Yeah, but uh, it's important because yeah. life's too short to listen to bad music, man. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can clap. do stuff like this. <laughs> so, um, will there be ever um, a decision between music and and, f and and acting, or will it always be? I don't know. Together? When I first made my album, the first. You know, the two weeks in the studio, I I've, I felt more happy ever than ever in my life. So I then I thought, fuck the movies, I'm never gonna do that again. I'm only gonna make uh, of, of music. But then, you know, there's you read a script and your heart starts pounding again. So uh, it's a mixture. I I I I would love to to be able to do both. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to. Uh Melisandre to Game of Thrones. You're actually shooting right now, season we four. We just we just finished the f uh, s fourth season. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you will probably not give away any spoilers, but and Mr. HBO <laughs> is going to kill me if I do that. Yeah, I would have guessed that, <laughs> but um, it will be a good one, I think. Oh yes, and there's an interesting be, one. There's going to be some interesting stuff. There's going to be some nasty stuff, but that's you know, that's an open door. But mm -hmm. um. um and yeah, you'll see some nudity again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's not go any further here. Um, but Why not? But, but coming back, <laughs> no, because of HBO, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but coming back to, 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 to the role, because Melisandre is a very interesting person. She's sort of dangerous, dark, evil. But on the other hand, there's something in there which you just don't know where she will go. Mm -hmm. She is not only evil no. and dangerous. I mean, There's I hope that you don't, well, you know, that's the first thing you see, the evil side, but I hope, this is what I so like so much about the series, is that it shows how people are, <laughs> you know, in, in horrible situations. There's no good person. There's, there's good and evil in everyone. You know, if you, there's, there is no way that y y people don't have dark sides. Mm -hmm. um, and the darker sides come up more, even in the good people. So it's the life's not black and white. Um, I am, but it's <laughs> not. Just for today. Um, so what do you remember the moment um, when uh, when HBO called? Did you go to a regular casting? Hello, it's Mr. HBO. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> no, I did. A, I did an audition. 
Okay. Uh, in a very small room with a lot of guys in suits. <laughs> and, um, and I had to pretend that I was talking to the Lord of Light <laughs> in this little room. Um, and yeah, and I got it. Mm -hmm. So that's how it went. So are you the TV series, series programs girl watching it all night and not stopping because even if it's two o'clock, I need another one, one uh, more? Of Game of Thrones? No, not only Game of Thrones, oh. but also. Uh, not really. I listen to music more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, I, and I don't really find time to, to go through the whole thing. I know that there's so much good stuff there waiting for me, but I, I just don't have the, I'm, we're too restless to, uh, to start it. Mm -hmm. And Game of Thrones, I have to watch because I, I just want to see what I'm doing and <laughs> what my colleagues are doing and how the story's evolving. And, and I really love the series, to be mm -hmm. honest. Um, but every, I have to say that every time my face is on there, I'm like, I'm in the story, and then all of a sudden I see myself, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, but you can... You know, it completely breaks the illusion. Okay, but you can watch it, because many actors are not yeah, able I to watch... Yeah, I watch it like this. I watch it like this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. You don't have to be well. like this. But it's probably normal when you see yourself. Yeah, you'll never g really get used to it. Okay. <laughs> so what, besides uh, Game of Thrones, what's coming up next? Oh, there's a lot of things in the in the pipeline. I don't know if that translates in English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the pipeline, <laughs> the the five line. Ne, überhaupt nicht. Ne. I can't say anything uh, really about that yet. But I am. The thing I know is that I'm working on something myself that mm -hmm. I'm producing and developing myself. Mm -hmm. Of course, with other people. Um, but that's a something that's going to happen in 2015, 16, I don't know. So coming back to the European Film Awards, um, is there any European director you really want to work with in the future? <laughs> One of the many? Yeah. Uh. <sighs> First thing that comes to mind is Almodovar, but it's, uh, yeah. You know, I have to work on my Spanish, man. <laughs> I, it's not that good, yes. You can talk to him tonight. Yeah, well. He's I, I last, year, last year I was sitting behind Michael Haneke, who I love to work with as well. Uh, uh, but I just saw the back of his head. I didn't <laughs> dare to say anything. I was a little intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be tonight, I guess. Yeah. So, thank you very much for coming. Thank um, you. It's time for you now. So, time for the Q&As. If you have any question, it's time for you. Maybe you can give us a sign because there are microphones down there. And don't be shy. Don't be shy now. Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> This is your chance. The girl in the gray jacket. So you said you found it really awkward to watch yourself um, in films. Do you find it as weird to watch yourself sing? Um, it's a little less weird because I'm not moving that much. Um, but yes, it's, uh, it's so personal to sing. I mean, you know, as a, in a, in a movie or on, on, in a theater play, I'm playing someone. I, I have an, a weird name like Melisandre and here I'm myself. So yes, it's, it's, um, it's different and it's, it's, it's. In this case, I'd love to see it because it reminds me of this beautiful day, but regularly I wouldn't really watch it. 
Thank you for your question. <laughs> Is there another one? Yeah, please, the one in the front. As a uh, European actress among American colleagues, um, I wonder how exactly do you feel being a foreigner in a, such a well, very American series? And um, Well, it doesn't really feel like an American series because most of my co-actors are either from Scotland or Ireland or England. So um, I think the Americans are more of a minority there. I mean, yes, it is an American company, but um, Americans don't have so much to say. No, they do, of course, because they're... They are the producers and the writers, but um, on a you know on a daily basis, I I hardly hear any American. I hardly see them. So, thank you. It's a very European TV program, more or less. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Because any question, there's one. Yes, the man in the blue. Hey, die ken ich. It's you. Yeah, yeah, it's in the From second Sweden. Sweden yeah. Yes, <laughs> I recognize you. Yeah. And I was going to wonder, as someone who follows you on Twitter, how do you have time? How do you have time? I mean, you're constantly tweeting every day. <laughs> of you sing, you send little films, etc. Do you really have time to work? Do I have time to work? The funny thing is, the more I work, the the, the busier I am. The more I tweet. I don't know why that is. Because when I'm You know, on a holiday, I don't think there's so much to say, or to, I just want to relax. So, yeah, it, it means that I'm working hard, funny enough. And it's also an addiction. Yes, I am a Twitter addic addict. <laughs> There, I said it. <laughs> okay, yes, one. finger there? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, what does the title of your album refer to, See You on the Ice? Um, uh, as I s mentioned before, Anthony Haggerty, the, the singer that's on a duet with me in the, on, on the record, he is, uh, I'm a big fan of his, and he told me once that he had a big concert to do, and there was hardly any time to prepare, to, to, uh, uh, to, uh, rehearsal, rehearse, and, um, and he just, after the rehearsal that was very short, he said to the big orchestra that he said see you on the ice meaning we'll see what happens when we get there uh, and that's how I felt making this record like well I'm just gonna dive in and and I'm gonna improvise and it's and mm -hmm. and also it's inviting people to for me it's it was a dangerous step as a sort of well-known actor to become a singer because everyone is very skeptical about it mostly uh, at first and um so it was sort of an invitation, like I'm going on a, on a, you know, uh, slippery, I'm going to do something s scary and I'm inviting you to come along with me. That's, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> a little romanticized, but yes, that's what it means. So maybe one last question. Yeah, sorry. Is the microphone coming? Hi, do you um, see elements of yourself in your characters that you play and or do you feel you more reinvent yourself? And if there is, if you, it is the uh, first, is there any role you feel like most reflects you? Um, well, that's a good question. I, I basically always feel 
like myself when I act. I don't b really believe in becoming someone else or going into someone else's skin. I think it's the other way around. I think the, the, the character takes over you, if you know what I mean. So you use your own, because that's why every actor is different. That's why we like to act, because we, have to, we want to put something from ourselves in there, because otherwise we're just machines. We, everyone can do it. So I basically always feel that it's me saying really strange things or doing really strange stuff or wearing really strange clothing. Um, because I have to, it has to be connected with something in me. Um, and sometimes it's a hard way because not always you can find it immediately. If you play like a, like this medieval witch, it's not very close to my character per se, <laughs> but there's some, always something there that you can, that you can uh, take it from, if you know what I mean. So yes, I feel, I always make it very, very personal, otherwise I can't act. That's the answer. So, thank you very much thank you. for being here today and have a lot of fun tonight at the European Film Awards. Thank you. And good luck for the future with everything you do. Very. You can see um, the podcast, I think, in a few weeks uh, on iTunes, available, of course. So, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs>